I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. Thanks for showing up here today, following us on our little journey here by design. Heaven knows mm-hmm. what we're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, follow us on social media. We're at By Design Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. And then um, our website is bydesignpodcast.com. And you can go there and listen to uh, our podcasts right online. Or you can subscribe on iTunes. And There's, then you get a virtual high five. Yeah. Yes. There are links there that make it easy to do this. So give it a try. Because sometimes we talk about books or we talk about like today at the end, we're going to talk about uh, one of the projects I did and Mm -hmm. we can have pictures there and then you can see what we're talking about. So it makes sense in your brain. Yeah. Lynn worked on a little um, furniture staging design project for a client in Chicago and it's a really cute, it's not cute. What is it? It's cool. It's a kind of a great, yeah, it was a four floors of four floors of condo brand new furniture and the whole place staging so So, yeah she'll share a little bit about that later yeah so we do design and we also talk about spiritual things yeah yeah because that's how god's created us by design is to reflect his glory so Mm -hmm. here we are yep trying our best (laughs) we've kind of spread out our um episodes here over the summer because our kids are home and we're busy so we're releasing episodes every other tuesday right now which you might have noticed the last few weeks so yeah we're bi-weekly Bi-weekly, by design. <laughs> That's right. It might go back to every week here in, yeah, the fall in the fall when kids start school. But right now we're being intentional with our kids and our families and also just allowing God to speak into our, our souls so we yeah. have um, real things to give away. Yeah. So we're not trying to manufacture um, or just like find things to talk about. We're actually talking about the real things that are happening in our life and where we're struggling, where we're growing. And so um, we're trying to be authentic in that. And so that takes time. Yeah, it does. And, so and not- you know, it takes intention on our part, you know, like it says, to work out our faith, mm-hmm. you know, with fear and trembling. And sometimes um, I need that. Mm-hmm. I, I just know I. it's easy in the hamster wheel of life to just get you doing your thing and not pour in so that you can pour out. And I am taking some time this summer to, to do that. So... Hmm. Here we are. Well, um, one of the things that I have been struggling with lately is, um, I think my own image and hmm. uh, my body. I, and my, I don't think anybody else struggles yeah. with that. Well, it's summer, right? And oh, so I know. it's the worst um, time of year for women. I know. Like a month or so ago, I spent a week Googling bathing suits. <laughs> I remember so, this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just looking for a bathing suit. That hides the things that I want hidden, right? I know. And that I won't feel like a whale in. I know. And, um, ugh. I know. They're hard. Okay. Guys have it so easy. They can wear a t-shirt and their shorts. Like, it's right. so easy. And for for women, like, especially if um, if you have had the gift of being able to carry children, you know, it changes mm-hmm. your body. And even even if you feel good and go back to the size you were it still changes your body you know like you might have stretch marks on your hips you might have you know or on your boobs like that's just real life right and so before we could wear bathing suit bottoms that we wouldn't have stretch marks on our hips and now we wouldn't think about it right so i call those my tiger stripes Mm -hmm. i've earned those stripes right those are my so i i have had to choose to just embrace this body today right that's hard though right but yeah and I believe these things that, oh, yeah. you know, I know the truth. Yeah. And um, 
I've just been digging a little bit on it and trying to get to the heart of the this issue. This is what I love about you because love. you take something that everybody struggles with, you know, and instead of just being like putting up placid like little saying on it, like moms, just go to the beach and love your bodies. Yes. Okay. We all know that, but we still will. Mm-hmm. We'll still go. Maybe some of us will do that. Maybe some of us won't. And it doesn't change the heart, right? Right. There's Knowing this... doesn't change the heart. Like... Right. And at the same time, there's this worldly dynamic that tells us that this this kind of thought process is okay and that it can be fixed by the thinness and it can be fixed by... Um, a spray tan. Yeah. And maybe those things make us feel good for a little bit. What we don't realize is that we're flirting with um, glorifying ourselves. Yeah. And it doesn't See, last. That's what I love about you. So then you take this and you're like... Yeah. No, I'm going to start digging God's word. And what does this mean to me? Like, what does this mean right. for me yeah. right now? If this is what I'm struggling with and feeling, then what does God's word say about it? And right. how does God feel about it? And I, know. I love that because then I get to like, I get to like glean from it mm-hmm. and like be challenged right. in that. And so do you, whoever's listening. We do this for each Winning. other. It's Thanks. beautiful, right? Well, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Bathing suits. I found one. Yeah. And I feel good about it. Good. I found it at Marshall's. <gasps> Marshalls. See, I'm the girl that like Google's miracle suit <laughs> and like I want to spend on the money on the miracle, but they're ugly and then I, I can't just can't do it. And then I end up at Marshall's and I'm like, okay, this is this, this works and it's hey. cheap. Win- hey, it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I know. I was like, well, the miracle suit, was it a Snuggie? <laughs> Four kilos. <laughs> I feel like that's, there you go. Well, that, that you do say Snuggie, this is actually how it started for me, this whole deep thinking process is we had a family wedding which mm-hmm. was this weekend fun it was so much fun we danced like I maniacs and i get crazy i love you it. guys haven't seen me like this i don't even know what you would think if you saw me like what happens when i, I can I let think go there's my spirit animal <laughs> oh my gosh you guys it's crazy i'm oh, you're a dancing queen i'm a beast mm. when it comes to family get her on the dance floor where i feel comfortable and I did some pouring into the soul or God did to prep me to be able to let go. But so what was my problem is that I would be going to a wedding and I want to have fun and dance, but I have to wear a dress and I enjoy dresses, but I do not enjoy my new body. Mm. My body is different now after Mm -hmm. all my kids and um, just winters here in Indiana. (laughs) Yeah. C-sections, chocolate, you name it. Yeah. And, um, Anyway, again, but I, I here I am circling back around to this thing where I care so much about um, how I look. and Because if you really get down to it, it's you feel like you're going to be judged or, or you'll compare yourself or even if you don't think you are, you, you want, is it for other people or is it for... Mm, yeah. And that's the thing is... It's you don't about, even realize it, right? Right. And so I'm, I'm breaking this down and looking at, you know, what we do. Um, right when we when we fall into this and like we're um the struggle with the mirror is a spiritual one yeah and so i think we change our clothes and we spin in circles and then we change them again and and we walk away for the day and sometimes we feel amazing most of my life i think i felt amazing because i was thinner and like i could put on a piece of clothes clothing and i was fine um now i'm at the point where i'm on the other side and i'm more defeated um, and like, I don't want to wear anything, nothing fits right, whatever. But in either case, when I either when I'm walking away and I felt better about myself because I thought I looked good or now 
um, on the other side of it, um, I was still either either way looking for my own glory in that mirror. Mm, and I didn't realize I, yeah. whether I walk away feeling good or feeling bad. Right. I'm looking at it's things that are you. temporal. Yeah. yeah. And it's just crazy. Um, this, this, the spinning in front of the mirror thing, we've been doing it our whole lives, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, and, and I think for women, I think women feel that stress because I don't think women dress for men. Women dress for other women. Like, I think women have this like, Right. weird concept like mm-hmm. right we i think we do and we all want to be beautiful and we yeah. all want to be we desired and we're we're chasing after this and um In whether we well. admit it whether right. we admit it or not there's right. pieces of this like embedded in our souls and yeah anyway so um the i had this the other morning, you know, Rage and I do that. My son, my youngest, he's four. We do this thing in the meeting, morning where we walk around in the yard and I have my coffee and I wear this big, giant white robe. It's a man's robe, I think. Um, we took it to the hospital um, when Derek was in the hospital for him to wear. And I have worn it ever since. It's it's just so big and it's comfy so and big. cozy. It's like it's the softest, biggest robe. Um and it covers me completely, which is awesome. But so here we are. But you're comfortable then in the morning, right? Like, yeah. And I just, and so I, I was taking pictures of everything and taking pictures of rage. And then when I was looking back through the reel, again, this happens to me when I look at pictures, I was thinking about, I was wearing this huge robe and I was, um, unattractive, like completely unattractive out there walking around. It's the morning. Okay. I have coffee. I don't look good. Um, but the comfort and the ease and the freedom that I feel inside my safe zone um, when I'm completely covered, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking about when I get ready and when I, I take that robe off um, and I start putting clothes on that glorify myself mm-hmm. and where I'm trying to strain and, and find um, acceptance or beauty. But when I'm in that, in that spot in my yard and I'm completely covered um, I'm not thinking about that. I don't know. It, it was just weird to me that thinking that I'm going to this wedding and I have to put on all these clothes and um, it's kind of painful, right? Like we're always looking for this adequate covering. And um, so anyway, I started reading about hmm. this and um, I took it back. I, I ended up back in Genesis hmm. course, right? Where Adam and Eve, they felt before sin, I think mm-hmm. they felt like I fell feel when I have that big white robe on. Right. I have, um, I don't have to try to get, there's no competition. I don't have to worry about the skinnier, the prettier, the younger version of myself. You're hidden in something. Yeah. Um, I'm not concerned about myself, about how I look, about how I'm viewed, um, about Mm. accentuating parts of my body or parts of my personality or parts of Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's what you're trying to get glory for yourself is your job. You know, I don't know what it is for every person. I'm not working um, out in the business world anymore, so I'm not striving for that. But, right. you know, I I tend to get really, um, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Uh, vain. That happens every time I get dressed. So anyway, but Adam, Adam and Eve, when they sinned, they were, they were naked before that and they were like completely without a care, right? And then... When they sinned, um, they broke covenant with God yeah. and God made a, a new covenant with them. And he, um, you know, they, he gave them, they covered themselves with fig leaves. Right. And mm-hmm. then he provided the first sacrifice for, for sin. Um, it doesn't say that, but we know that because he made a covering for them out of 
um, skin. Yeah. It was animal skin and blood had to be shed for sin. And it started there in the garden. But what's interesting is God provided them with a clothing. He's like the first first clothing designer out there. Yeah, right. He did. I don't know what it looked like, but he he put clothes on them for the first time. Yeah. And ever since then, we've been messing around with these clothes. Yeah. Trying to look good enough and be good enough. And it Mm. all goes back to that. Yeah. You know, the dresses and the bathing suits. And the circling in front of the mirror, it actually really does all go back to Adam and Eve. Isn't that crazy? And the cool thing is too, I like, and you think about that, I was just thinking like, and then like throughout the whole Bible, like how, how he was so, you know, that the robes the Levites wore, the priests wore, you know, mm-hmm. like he was so detailed and specific about what they were to be yeah. and how they were to be made. And like, he right. cares. He does. And clothes mean a lot to us, right? Yeah. But they also mean something to they God. They do. Um, and so when I was looking at those, how I got started on this, when I was looking at those pictures of myself in that big white robe, I was thinking about the heavenly robes Mm, that await us. Yeah. And so I was looking up all the scripture in the Bible, um, about the, um, like even when Jesus was transfigured, um, you know, he was white as snow. He was glowing. He is dressed and clothed in righteousness and it's bright. It's Mm. the brightest, most beautiful white yeah and we are clothed in the same way in christ in christ that's what god sees when he looks at us it does and like we don't realize that we have that like so even in zechariah um like some of the biblical references here um in zechariah 3 joshua the high priest he had his dirty garments but before he could go into the presence of the lord Mm -hmm. he needed to have to change cleansed garments and um the same thing, if you read the story in Matthew 22, the wedding feast that Jesus tells the story of the man that was at the wedding feast without the wedding clothes on. And he got thrown out into like the darkness because right. he was not wearing the wedding garments. Right. And so um, in Second Corinthians 5, um, this is another thing that's interesting. It's when Paul's talking how he says that we long to put on our heavenly dwelling, put on our heavenly dwelling, not that we will be unclothed but further clothed and so that's the thing is we're never going to go back to that unclothed time of adam and eve um uh to that nakedness but we're going to be clothed in such beauty in the heavens um well and i think even in like in it's in james right where it says like to not judge somebody by mm-hmm. what they're wearing like mm-hmm. you know when they come in like you like yeah. the favoritism and comparing and you know like the God, you know, man looks on the outward appearance of it. God looks on the heart, you know, and like if we're constantly striving to be seen hmm. for how we look or who we're around and how hmm. we look when we're around them, then that's contrary to what God's seeing our hearts. You know, mm-hmm. we'd have our hearts hidden in that white robe in that righteousness of Jesus. And if we're hidden in that, that would mm-hmm. be enough no matter what comes our way. We can still care, you right. know, but our identity, our, our day is not wrapped up in in what we're wearing then right amen i know it's that nakedness we're trying to cover up yeah you find that sometimes too like even in that second corinthians 5 passage yeah and then uh in revelation 3 verses 17 18 um it was the john was talking about the, the church in laodicea and it says for you say i'm rich i have prospered and i need nothing not realizing that you have are wretched pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. Um, It's like our nakedness was revealed, right? I counseled you to buy from me gold refined by fire 
so that you may be rich, and white garments so that you may clothe yourself, and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen. So there's this shame of nakedness. And so that's why there's this this whole spiritual dynamic of us fighting against our bodies. Yeah. And and yeah. fighting for a perfection and a glory that in the side of heaven we're that not we're never going to be able to wear yeah. until we get those all robes of righteousness. New. Yeah. Um those jeans. Yeah. Right. Like think back to like, okay, this is, I'm just totally being vain right now. Like think back to the best pair of jeans. Mm. You ever had? Oh, right. I can remember them. Yeah. Right. You can remember how they feel. Okay. I had these jeans forever, all the way to the point where I had, gosh, it must have been after I had Hudson. I was squeezing myself into these jeans oh, barely. Oh, yeah. I squeeze. Normally. And they were so thin because I'd had them for so mm, long. That's the best. Right. And I felt, I was like, yes, I'm back in these jeans. Like that pair of jeans was the pair I wanted to be able mm-hmm. to fit back in. And I went to Walmart. It was like they were so thin. And I had to buy a case of, diapers was in the bottom of the cart and when i squatted down to get it rip all the way from the top all the way through okay and this mama had just had a baby not too long earlier and like you know like weeks or whatever so it's not like that fleshy part was like wanting to be seen by anybody and i died it was like but my jeans, like this pair, and I'll never have, I still haven't had a pair of jeans that I love as much as them. Oh. And it's just so funny how you get wrapped up in that though. Like that was my goal was to be able to fit in those jeans, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to just, I know, you know, it's so easy to ha- be right. our, our idols and you don't even realize it's an idol. We you don't know? because it's accepted in this world and we giggle and we laugh about the mirror, the mirror twirling and, you know, we see it in movies we right it's glorified it is and i'm not trying to be the fashion police and shame anyone no 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 that's not what jesus that's no. not his way he comes in the gentle he comes in the quiet voice yes and, um and he's showing us all over in scripture um mm-hmm. how we're really to be clothed and what we're supposed to put on we're supposed yeah. to put on love and kindness and that's patience right. and um and they will know gentleness you. you'll know him because of your love for him right and- and so I'm not trying to no, dog no. anyone, but I am trying to offer you freedom. Yeah. And you'll find it in God's word and you'll find it in the truth of Amen. what's what's been done and happened and um at the beginning and what's waiting for us. Um and Revelation seven nine uh, it says, After this I looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches mm-hmm. in their hands. And so there's going to, like all over in the Bible, um, I have like every single one written down here before me, which I won't read to you, but um, there is talk about what we will be wearing in heaven. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that it's going to be eye blinding white. Yeah. It's and, so pure. And the cool thing about it is that this is what he waits, awaits us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we can look forward to that completeness, um, I think we will in this life, if we, if we look forward to what God has in store for us and remember who we are in Christ, that we are clothed and we are whole, we don't have to worry so much about the shell of a body. That's right. You know, God, God gives us clothing. He, you know, and he, he wants us to take care of it. Right. Like, yeah. You know. He he made them clothes. Like yeah, he, cares. he cares. And it, all over there's specific, um, like what you were saying, I, I have some of this written down, but there's a s- specific clothing for priests to wear yeah. and robes. And, and we have to remember that though Jesus is so gentle with us and he is gently nudging us into um, 
more holiness. And yeah. But we have to remember that God himself, it, no one can stand before him if not, unless they are washed whiter than snow. That's right. So we have to have that robe of righteousness. To go into the presence of God, priests had to wear certain clothing, Zechariah, Joshua, he needed to have his garments cleaned. And there was a heart posture that went along with it. Yeah. You know, like it was not. Oh, right. Absolutely. I was reading this whole, um, maybe I, I'll share a link to it. Um, it was uh, Why the Heavenly Robes Are White. It's a mm. sermon by um, Spurgeon. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he was talking about, um, he says, they are washed, you see, and therefore they must have once been stained. They have washed their robes. They were not always white. So original sin has stained the character of all the sons of Adam. Um, so there is about us from the very beginning an abundance of leprous spots. And um, their garments came to be white through the miracle of divine grace. So I just look at us and, you know, we are clothed. Yeah. But um, it's not perfect. It's not, um, you know, it's there's leprous spots we're trying to hide and sin, right? Yeah. But anyway, he was talking about um, that affliction and struggle washes us. So he makes this connection um, by, let me see, tribulation and blood washing. So like in, um, he says, these are, he's referring to Revelation 714 in this whole, this whole sermon. And he says, these are they which came from out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. But so what he connects is the tribulation and the blood washing and so they must go together or else there will be no white robe for us um, or no character that will stand. So there, you have to go through that refining process. Yeah. You have to go through the tribulation and the suffering just like Jesus did. And that is where we are washed and cleansed. Mm. And so he like takes it to this really deep, beautiful love, level. Oh, um, yeah, share that for sure. I will. And you just read it. And um, it's, I don't know, it's really good. That's awesome. So then how did that change you for going to the wedding? <laughs> Well, I had a lot of fun Good. and I bought... Did you wear the robe? I didn't wear a robe. <laughs> I wore a black dress Yeah, and I robed my shoulders. So like it had these ruffles, like a ruffle oh, sleeve. Oh, yeah. Um, because, and so I, I, my arms just like are not what they once were. Yeah. And so... I understand. I can have much more fun and feel more free if I'm not worried about that. So I covered them up. There you, you go. Know? <laughs> like I'm not... I didn't wear a paper bag. Like I right. looked nice. I wore a dress that fit well, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't on display. I wasn't, it wasn't about, um, me. I just had fun. Yeah. And so I don't know that that's where well, and been... I really do think that inner beauty, like when Jesus does something in your heart, like when the spirit moves in you and you, you reveal something to you and it's, mm-hmm. it's meeting you right where you are and you feel that love and you feel seen and chosen and you feel Hmm. like, you know, that it's not your idea that the Holy Spirit was giving you that comfort and peace, you know, yeah, that's freedom. That's Mm -hmm. where you can just be like that beauty just radiates out of you then. Right. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't matter what you wear like Mm -hmm. that point. It doesn't, but it's funny though. If you think about the comfort we have in our own homes with our people, when we're wearing that big old nasty white robe, um, I mean, like our people can see us and we don't fret. We don't try. If someone were to show up at our door, we want to clean it all up for them, right? We want to clean the inside of our house. We want to put on the clothes. Uh, It's this weird thing about us. But I think heaven is going to be like God loves us in that way that our family loves us where, I mean, even greater than that, of course, because he's God and his 
love is perfect and amazing. We can't even wrap our minds around that. No, but like, it's just why why we worry so much about the physical things. It's all because we're trying to give glory to ourselves, and we need to give it back to God. It's that's the freeing part is when you make sure it's not about you, um, and you start looking at God in a different light. I don't know. So, I'm reading all these things, and I'll have a million Bible verses on our post, and blah blah blah. And why don't you talk to us about something? Well, speaking of white, I can. Yeah. Yeah. So. I also like to dress my house in white, you know, Mm -hmm. not just my body and not thinking of heaven, but uh, I do love to create a space where people can feel seen and loved, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that even translates into clients' homes. So they have a style. These were a beautiful family. They uh, were moving back to the city and they asked for some help. And so, you know, we painted the entire home uh, two colors. So we did gray. Colonnade Gray, we've used everywhere in uh, the little guy's room, their son's room. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we did white everywhere else, alabaster white by Sharon Williams. Oh, pretty. It's the the white has been my go-to for a while now. It just seems to not pull like, I don't know. It doesn't compete. I don't know. I just feel like even with other whites, it doesn't. It's just soft enough. Mm -hmm. It's just buttery enough. It's just warm enough without being too cool or too hot. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. To your mind, it does, I'm sure. But yes. Anyway, so we painted. And then I, they had these beautiful windows along the front. It was a giant, their main floor is all open concept. So what is this? This is a condo or something? It's a, I guess it would be a, considered a townhome a in town Chicago home. in so the South Loop. Yeah. They had like four floors. Four floors yeah. and a main living area, Guys, bedrooms. I got a workout. Like there was like one morning I was there, this up and down so the fourth floor, the top floor had like a terrace mm. um, where we got some beautiful outdoor furniture for. And then that was kind of like their hangout space. So they had a TV on the wall. We planked a wood wall, um, a nice grayish type of color. Awesome. Tell me you took a picture. Yeah, I have some pictures. Okay. I know. They're not like... That's okay. But I took some pictures. Yeah. Okay. And then it was a big open concept too. And they, they have plumbing there for a bar one day, a wet bar up there. And they just had some nice cushy furniture for their kids to play and um yeah and then the, th- the third floor down was all the bedrooms mm-hmm. and then the second floor was their main floor with their kitchen dining living space and the first floor you walk in is the garage um an extra bedroom and a foyer and stuff wow so um but that main floor that second floor was total open concept from the kitchen all the way and it was a big space i think it was um Gosh, I want to say like 30 feet. So when you went into this space, it was empty, right? Completely empty. And I had to buy all the things. All the furniture. Without yes. being in the space. So this this project too had a really quick turnaround time. So you basically just filled it. I had to just fill it and try and just prayed that it fit and that it all worked together. And I <laughs> bought stuff. All, the majority of it was bought online. And so it was like come like install day, like. I hope these rug colors actually work. Did you anything know? get sent back? No, everything worked. That's how one, good you are. One thing got sent back because it came damaged and oh. it was not our fault. And, well, the, and the same thing came back in. I know it was mm-hmm. like, uh, there was one light fixture that didn't work because there was no, I didn't know if there would be electrical there or not. It didn't show on the plan and there was no electrical there. Um, it would have been a huge pain to put this light fixture in. So I yeah. ended up having to return that. So that was the only thing that didn't work in this one little area of the fourth floor. Great. So that you had this large open concept and how did you yeah. separate it? So what it's a, it's so they all their spaces. formal dining. Yeah. So they wanted formal dining. It's the kitchen. There's a, a kitchen nook off to the side. 
Then there's the dining room. And then there's the living space with like a little nook area where they wanted like a little Mm -hmm. office desk stuff put in there. So it was, you know, with an open concept like that, you create zones, right? Like you kind of like, and the best way to do that is with rugs. So I bought some beautiful big rugs and... To kind of divide, to define, divide, yeah, divide. define the spaces, yep. right? So Yeah. So like the living room had a really nice, more of a luxe, cream, creamy feel. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted this floor to have a little bit more, uh, not class, but a little bit dressier than mm-hmm. the fourth mm-hmm. floor is a little bit more casual. So mm-hmm. this, you know, I got a nice rug for there to go with a sectional, um, which you always want to make sure you buy your rugs big enough. This was an 11 by 14. I think I got for this space for the living room and it worked perfect. Wonderful. It worked perfect. And then I bought another one and it was just, I believe it was an eight by 10 and for the dining room. So mm-hmm. it, even though it was a different pattern, the, the other one I had was more neutral as far as like, it didn't have, it but had just different piles. Yeah. It didn't yeah. necessarily have a print. It just had different piles. So it looked like a brocade of all one neutral cream color. Right. So then I was able to pull that cream color into the other rug in the dining room. And I, with, it was a beautiful like medallion mm-hmm. type um, rug with like blues and yellows. I can share the rug. It's the Claire rug. Yeah, from I think Jaws what we should me. do, cause this is such a great space is we should share links to every single thing that yeah. in that project. So if someone wants to do this in their home, they could buy that sofa and that rug together. Yeah. They could buy the desk and the, they they might not have custom shelves, but they could buy shelves that look right. like those. So like we spent money on the pieces of furniture. This is a thing too, right? They were like, what do we do? They didn't want to spend a huge budget. Um, and so it was like, we have to pick places where it's smart to spend the money, you mm-hmm. know? So like your sectional, your sofa, let's go and get you a good sofa because this is a piece that's going to travel with you. Right. So we bought you, a, you know, we spent the money on a good sofa sectional. Um, Where was the it from? Warranty. It was actually from Indiana Furniture. It, oh, wow. it was. It, it okay. ended up being really nice, but they have like, the warranty with it. So, mm-hmm. you know, the fabric's covered and all of that. Mm-hmm. So if they want to mess with it later, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's covered. Yeah. And I guess they probably, at that point, they were here living in Indiana. They wanted to sit on it and feel it. They, and, yeah. And so that makes back, sense. You know, some of the chairs um, were were hard to buy because, you know, like they... They know what they want and they know what's comfortable. And, you know, you have people that are different heights, like the husband, he's quite tall and has, you know, his back, he stands for long hours. He's a surgeon. He wants something that's comfortable at the end of the Mm -hmm. day. So, you know, he Mm -hmm. he really wanted to be able to sit in it. So if you're spending the money on it, of course you do. So yeah, it worked out really well and it all came together great. But I draped tablecloths. They had 12 foot ceilings and I draped tablecloths. Um, as the curtains, as the curtains with the clips on a rod and, you know, but that's a good cost savings because drapes can be so expensive. So and I wanted them to be nice, like linen-y feeling. Mm-hmm. And when you want to buy those, those drapes, they cost so much money. And then I, and then I wanted them to be over 12 feet because right. I, I want them to puddle on the floor in that room. I wanted them to, because it's a little bit more of a luxe space. Right. So it's so beautiful. And you guys yeah, so built on a, on a, time for that you built out the fireplace a little they had a modern yeah she wanted a fireplace they wanted a fireplace in their main floor but did not come with one the house and there was no way we could add um, a fireplace and all of the proper construction that had to be done for that so um she said i'll just do an electric fireplace which i was like okay but they really wanted a like a modern clean finish Mm -hmm. and so we just did a little build out we got an electric fireplace from wayfair 
and we they hung like they have a giant TV above it, and it's just mm. a very modern, sleek look that we'll show. We'll, I'll share pictures on the right, but that build website. out for it, it was just a square room, and then you built just this little thing, and a it looks like you dimension. put some thick trim at the top and bottom. We did, to yeah, it. to define it, and then we did a crown molding on that whole floor. Okay, just to dress that floor up a little bit. Great, yeah. So it was great, and you know, we did some other custom stuff in that house, and. I it turned out really well. In the living room, you also have like a little desk in the living area that's kind of behind the sofa. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a cute little desk. Yeah, so. and some um, custom floating shelves above it. Where's the desk from? The desk is from Wayfair. Okay. Yeah, well, we we'll did sure a lot from Wayfair. That. Yeah, it was great. And you know what? Honestly, they were so great to deal with. You know, really? they... And I, I made sure she knew like this was not high-end furniture, you know, like... But she They were content with that. Yeah, yeah, they didn't want to. And they've got, you know, their kids are still growing and... So, and you did a nursery, right? A little yeah, boy's room little, or something. His little boy room was fun. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. It's like boy stuff. I can do boy stuff. Yeah. It's funny. I you know how we talked about before we did the, that other playroom with all the little girl yeah, stuff. It's totally right. different. Like, right. even though it's the same, it's just different. Like what you're more comfortable with. And mm-hmm. I'm just more comfortable with. <laughs> right. Well, boys, you have three boys. I know. It's, it's just funny that like, even in the, in design, like. Yeah. It's like, I, I would have to spend more time looking at pic- images, That's you know, yeah. for girl stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there'd be more pressure. Like, mm-hmm. is that ridiculous? I have problems. No, you don't. It's fine. It's okay. But anyways, yeah, it was fun to be able to do that for them. And great. it turned well, out, I was just honestly, so I was worried that when they were trying to get the sectionals like upstairs, like measurement wise, I just had like, like very general measurements of the entire space too. I didn't have like the little niches. I didn't know how big those walls were. I didn't know like, and so it was just kind of one of those, here we go. <laughs> right. I mean, and it wasn't that you were willing to do due diligence, but you weren't even allowed in the I space. I wasn't allowed like, in the space. The contractor wouldn't even let me in there. He wouldn't even give me the plans. Yeah. Like, so she had to order a bunch of this from like a square layout of this by this. And so you were ordering furniture without even being in the room space. Right. Really, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of And fun. it turned out amazing. So Lynn is a very gifted little. No. Well, buying yeah. furniture guys, spending no, somebody else's money. Great. You had great vision and you <laughs> it was put it really all together. Pretty. And they're so. just, they're such a sweet family. So I hope mm-hmm. they have many years yeah. there. That's great. Okay. Well, we're going to share pictures and links. So go check them out. And, um, I don't know, on the spiritual side of things, what we were talking about earlier, we'll just be praying for Mm -hmm. our listeners um, that you guys would find what you're looking for in Jesus and and what he offers and and not in this, this whole worldly thing that never adds up anyway. That's right. Amen, girl. So anyway, bye.